The strongest man in the Bible had to learn the reality of his own weakness and the true source of strength. Today, we learn spiritual truths from the life of Samson. Let's join Scott Pauley now as we journey through the Word of God. What was Samson's greatest sin? Now we've talked about his first sin. His first sin was he sinned with his eyes. He started living by sight instead of by faith. We've talked about his besetting sin. It seems to crop up again and again. It was lust. He, he lusted after women and he went after unholy relationships. That is no doubt was his besetting sin. And by the way, everybody has their besetting sin. Mine may not be yours, yours may not be mine, but we all have them. And you better identify it if you're going to deal with it, if you're going to, if you're going to hide yourself from the evil, if you're going to keep yourself from repeating it, you better identify what it is. But what was his greatest sin? We've talked about lots of failures in Samson's life, but I want to point one out today that I think really summarizes why Samson had such a hard time. And it is this, he thought more of himself than he did his God. If lust was his besetting sin, pride was his root sin. And isn't that always the case? Isn't it always the case that pride is our root sin? Uh, that we somewhere think we can get by, that we're beyond the effects of sin, that we can handle this, it's all about us. We're in Judges chapter 15 and Samson has just had a tremendous victory. I mean a tremendous victory and God has has given him power of the Holy Spirit to beat the enemy. And so Samson's going to sing a song. You'd think it'd be a song of praise, wouldn't you? But it wasn't. It was a song of pride. Listen to it. The Bible says in verse 16 of Judges 15, And Samson said, With the jawbone of an ass, heaps upon heaps, with the jaw of an ass, have I slain a thousand men. Did you notice there was no mention of God in it? Do you really think, Samson, you beat a thousand men by yourself? Do you really think that that jawbone of that donkey was the means? Now, that may be what God touched and used, but don't you think the Lord had something to do with your great victory? Remember that pride goeth before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall. Pride is always the soil that every unholy thing grows in. Samson was full of it. He was full of himself. You see, there's no mention of God's might, no mention of God's glory, no mention of the Holy Spirit, though the Holy Spirit had come upon him. He took all that for granted, and all he wants to speak about is himself. We come to Judges 16. He's now in the lap of Delilah. He's committing that final great sin. He's crossing the, the fine line now into saying, every part of my vow I have broken. He tells her all his heart. He tells her about this Nazarite vow, separated unto God. Do you notice how glibly he even speaks about it? But even in that, did you notice, he makes no mention about the power of God. Even in his end, he betrayed that he did not fully understand. She says, what's the secret? He answers, it's my hair. May I ask you a question? Do you really believe the strength was in his hair? No, the strength was in his God. The hair, the not cutting of the hair, that was just the evidence of a life of dependence on God and obedience to God. The cutting of the hair was just 
a reminder in the Nazarite vow that he belonged to the Lord. You see, it's never about the rules. It's about the relationship with God. Too much of our Christianity has been reduced to simply keeping rules. If I do these three things and don't do these seven things, I'm a good Christian. That's the way Samson reduced his whole life down. That's, that's what the Nazarite vow was all about to him. He'd forgotten really who was behind that vow. It was a holy God. And he'd forgotten who gave him the strength and who gave him the power. Instead, he thought it was all about him. It was all about the externals. You know what it's evidence of? It's evidence that he thought it was really his strength and his power and not God's power. And my friend, God will take your strength if you take his glory. Did you know our God's a sharing God? Aren't you glad God shares? He shares his mercy. He shares his strength. He shares his grace. He shares his wisdom. Praise the Lord, God shares. But there's one thing God refuses to share. Do you know what that is? The only thing God refuses to share is his glory. He says to one of his prophets in the Old Testament, I will not share my glory with any other. And my friend, when you start taking God's glory, God's going to take your strength. And essentially what happened in the lap of Delilah is that Samson stole from the glory of God. He took all the glory for himself. He, he, he brought all attention only to him. And at that moment, the strength departs from him. It's gone in a moment of time. As a matter of fact, one of the saddest verses in all the Bible is Judges 16, verse 20. And she said, the, Sam, the Philistines be upon thee, Samson. And he awoke out of his sleep and said, I will go out as at other times before and shake myself. Do you hear the pride? Do you hear the ego? Do you hear the, the hubris in him? I and myself. And here's the sad phrase. Are you ready? And he wist not that the Lord was departed from him. Can there be a sadder phrase in all the Bible? The power of God was gone. The strength was gone. He was still shaking himself. He was still going through the motions and mechanics of it all, but the power was gone. I think there's a lot of churches like that today. They're still going through the motions, but the Lord has departed from the place. There are lots of Christians like that still going through the motions of their Christian faith, but the Spirit of God is not working in power in and through them like He used to. No, the power is gone. And why? Because, friend, when you're full of yourself, you cannot be full of God. Samson's problem was he was full of Samson. And at some point, there's no room for the Holy Spirit to do His work, to do that which He desires to do. i tell you what we all need to do. We need to take a long, hard look at our lives. Honestly, you study the life of Samson. We want to shake our head at him and point our finger at him. What we ought to do is bow our head. We ought to point our finger at ourselves and say, Lord, that's me. Can you see your own pride in Samson? Remember, the Word of God is like a mirror. When you open it, it reflects God because it's God's revelation of Himself, but it also reflects you. And the more you see who God is, the more you see who you are. And you start to see His holiness and your unholiness, His strength and your weakness, His wisdom and your ignorance, His greatness and your littleness. Do you know if Samson had remembered that he really was nothing apart from God, then I dare say his ministry in Israel would have continued and his victory over the Philistines would have been much greater. But instead, he misses a glorious end. He misses all that God has for him. And why? Because he thought more of himself than his God. And even his words tell on him. Your speech betrays you, you see. 
Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. And you know, if you listen to yourself talk, it will betray who your strength is really about. When a man wants to get up and talk about himself all, all the time, it means God doesn't have his rightful place in that man's life. When all a woman can do is brag on what she's accomplished, it means she does not fully appreciate what God is accomplishing and the goodness and grace and greatness of our God. Speak more of God than of yourself. Think highly of God and little of you, and you'll avoid the tragic end that Samson found. Oh, my friend, at the root of all of our sin is our own pride. I will go out and shake myself like as at other times. Avoid that today. And by the grace of God, walk humbly before God and man. Father, help all of us today to avoid the tragic end of Samson by staying off of the path. Help us to walk humbly with you today. Root out sin and pride and lust and everything that steals from thy glory. And help us today to bring honor to the God who's worthy of it. In Jesus' name, amen. Samson is a reminder to us all that our strength is in God alone. Thank you for joining us today. Visit scottpauley.org for additional resources and an archive of all of the Enjoying the Journey episodes. We look forward to studying God's Word with you again soon.